Welcome to the Escaping Fragility Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckard. Big ideas to help you be the best you can, live free, and build the perfect life for you and your family. Today is about how to think for yourself. When I first wrote this article and thought about this idea, I was gearing it towards the young high schooler and maybe college student. You're coming into your own. You're figuring out what things work, what don't work. You're figuring out your social circle. Maybe you're meeting new people and you're testing out ideas and beliefs and theories. Or maybe you're just getting sucked into whatever the people around you think and say. If you're here because you clicked on this video or you searched for this word specifically, you already want to think for yourself. So you got the first thing out of the way. You have to have a desire to want to be unique, original, and have your own thoughts. That's the first prerequisite to thinking for yourself. The second thing you have to do before you even get into strategies, you have to accept the difficulty that's going to come with publicly thinking for yourself. When you share ideas or challenge the narrative or challenge people around you, you're going to get pushback. This is human nature 101. It's not going to change. You'll get good at it because you'll build strategies for the right words to use, the right tonality, using questions strategically, not pushing too hard, doing a little bit, then coming back, using certain disclaimer words like, oh, that's interesting. What about this? And things like that. Most of the time when you're communicating things that are different than what people believe or think, if you do it in a calm way and a friendly way, you're usually going to be received much better than if you're aggressive or overbearing or anything like that. They say most communication is actually in how you say something, not what you say. Even if you say things though perfectly, if you ask people questions that forces them to challenge what they believe, it creates cognitive dissonance. You're going to have to fight through this. This is going to be something that you get pushback on. If you want to truly think for yourself, this is what it's going to take. So first, you have to accept that it's going to be hard and you have to be wanting to think for yourself. Those two must be present before you even try to get into strategies. So let's get to some strategies. How to think for yourself. The first thing is you have to become Socrates. Socrates is known for using questions almost exclusively and rarely statements. Most people make statements or on this end of the spectrum. You want to get as close to the question end of this spectrum as possible. You should get to the point where you can have an entire conversation just asking questions. In fact, that's the first strategy that I want you to test. The next time you're talking to somebody, only ask questions. And if you do it for 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever, and then you kind of get into making some statements because it seems a little weird, that's fine. The more you do it, the better you'll get. Ask questions. Make everybody and everything around you explain itself. Do not take anything at face value. That's the first most important thing. And the more you do it, the more it'll become part of your psyche and it will be natural. What goes hand in hand with this, what will be a natural byproduct of this is questioning and or challenging authority. Again, when you're doing this, do it in a friendly, curious way. Make people almost think that you're just dumb and you don't get it. Well, I just don't understand what, why? Why is this done this way? Like, what's the origin? Where can I find more research on this? I just can't grasp it. I don't know. When you take that approach and you make it about you, you're deflecting from the person that you're questioning or challenging. You're helping them protect their ego. And if you've ever dealt with anybody that's in a position of power, whether it's police, whether it's an administrator, whether it's government official, anything you do that challenges their ego is going to be met with resistance. They're going to push back. So to do this strategically and not cause unneeded pain or burden onto you, you have to direct it towards yourself. Shine the spotlight and the impetus on yourself as if you're just trying to reconcile it in your mind, as you're just trying to understand and you can't. Make them almost feel sorry for you and you'll actually get closer to the truth, surprisingly. Three, do your own research. Everything that you're told or see or find or whatever requires multiple levels of research. If you haven't done your research and you have to be willing to do this, if you truly want to think for yourself, you have to be willing to not form strong opinions on certain things until you've done your research. And then the things that you've done your research on, 
Continually do your research, of course, like you should forever try to learn and grow and develop, but you'll be able to more readily challenge the status quo, challenge the narrative, think for yourself when you've done your own research. It will also give you the confidence to ask those questions and make those statements. The more research you do, the more confidence you get. The more confidence you get as a result of more research you do, the more you think for yourself. That's the key. That's the holy grail. When you get to that point where you research, you trust your research, and then you put that out publicly, that's when you are truly thinking for yourself. Seek out independent sources, anything that is not mainstream. I wouldn't recommend mainstream at all, if other than to get things you should probably challenge. Podcasts, books, articles, websites, blogs, YouTube channels, et cetera. Find independent sources of information. Use keywords, search, go deep, find conflicting ideas on a topic, and then take that information, assimilate it, and then see where you fall. And then even if you fall on one end of the spectrum or the other, you at least also have an understanding of the other end of the spectrum. And that makes you a more rational thinker. The last most important thing to think of for yourself is to avoid mass manipulation. This comes through the news, big tech companies, which is basically all the internet at this point, especially the things that that serve up that are popular, have a lot of likes and comments and shares. These things are designed to manipulate you or distract you. But if it's news related, if it's information related, it's probably not the truth. It's at the very least a small sliver of what could be the truth and you have to then vet it on your own. Avoid all mass thinking and, and, and information and propaganda as much as possible. You take these multiple steps, you put them together, and then you give it time and you work on it and you practice and you throw out questions, you throw out little challenges here and there, you see how people respond, you take in feedback, you take in data and you iterate, iterate, iterate. That's how you will think for yourself. Your family, your friends, your current social group, they're probably not gonna like it. You're probably gonna get resistance. So keep that in mind. It's all par for the course. And what we need in this world is more people willing to think for themselves. That's how we're gonna save the freedom that a lot of us take so for granted. And that's why I'm recording this video in 2020 because it's more important than ever. If you like this video, like it, share it, subscribe, do those things. I hope to see you in the next one.